Hello and welcome to the You're an Asset podcast. I'm your host, Casey the Dollar. And on this podcast, we find out who is an asset in the financial industry and who's just an ass. On this week's show, I'm super excited because we have our first guest. And while I do work closely with this person, I have not prepped her for today's show. She has no idea what we're going to be talking about. I'm not bringing her on as an asset because that would be biased. I think she's an asset, but I'm going to let you guys decide if she's an asset or not after you listen to the show. On today's show, We are going to be talking about several asses, several asses. I cannot wait. Um, And a quick note, if you have been listening to the show already, as this is episode four, I believe, I missed last week. I'm so sorry. I was ridiculously ill. Um, So if you were looking for an episode last week and there was not one, I do apologize. We're back, back and better than ever. And we will get started here. Our guest today is none other than Miss McCall Marshall. You can find her on Instagram and uh, TikTok as Living Lively, and you might have seen her already. She does work with me at Power 3 Financial. Hi, McCall. Hi. I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to tell you what we're going to be talking about. Um, Go ahead. Introduce yourself. Tell us about you. But I'm I'm McCall. I like many of you met Casey through TikTok and actually called her because I was looking forward. I was trying to get the same information that most people try to contact us with. And so I literally called her and what was supposed to be a 15 minute phone call ended up being a lot longer than that. And um, here we are. The rest is history, as they say. It's right. McCall called me. Uh, Please help me with my finances. And I did more than that. I did more than help you with your finances. That is the biggest thing we did, I hope you don't mind, McCall, but McCall didn't know what a 401k was when I met her. Finance boot camp. Holy hell that McCall has been through. I mean, from zero to 100, baby. Like, like none other. Um, yeah. McCall, what, what, is it, what has it been like going from little financial information and knowledge to too much? <laughs> Everything under the sun. Looking back on it, I realized I should have known this a long time ago, but I, like so many people, was like, eh, I'll get married and they'll know all this stuff and I don't have to worry about it. It's fine. And uh, that's not what happened. And long story short, I ended up finding myself in a position where I needed to know this information. I had no retirement account set up. I had nothing for my kids set up. And I was like, we need something. We need backup. And like I said, I called Casey and it ended up turning into this whole, like she said, boot camp, reading all the books, doing all the research, the YouTube, sitting, I mean, hours on end with Casey, like studying these things, studying these illustrations and being like, I'm never going to get this to being here now and considering myself an expert in this industry, if you will. I mean, when you say hours, it was 10 a.m. till 8 p.m., sometimes 10 p.m., on Zoom, 12 hours a day, nonstop. Yep. Nonstop. Um, which, 
has turned you into a professional. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And now 100%. I can happily say that I'm set up for my retirement. My kids are set up for their retirements. And, you know, they're, and they're you help hundreds of people set up their own retirement. Of a, yeah, using IULs. Using IULs. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And um, what's funny is, you know, when, when me and McCall first met a long time ago, too, we were both kind of like anti-whole life people. And now we specialize in both. We specialize yeah. in both IULs and whole life insurance. But it was funny because we were both so like, no, whole life sucks, IUL all the way. And then it was, I had to tell McCall one day, I was like, McCall, we, we have to be good at whole life too. Like we can't just focus on universal. And she was like, no, I don't want to. And, and then, <laughs> I had to go, what guys, I had to delete videos for this. Like it was a big deal. It was a big deal. She was telling she was telling TikTok, yeah, whole life sucks. And now she's like, okay, so you get a whole life policy or an IUL. You know, they're both great. I mean, full 360 in so many different aspects of your personal life and your financial life yeah, over absolutely. the last over the last couple of years. Um, which is amazing. So what McCall, McCall is the first guest that we have on on the You're an Asset podcast. I wanted to bring her on because McCall also is on TikTok with me. Not only did I train her in insurance and finance, but I also was like, okay, you want to learn how to do social media too? And now our clients reach out to us and it's the blonde girl, the brunette girl, like who is the girl that I'm talking to? Um, and it's one of us. If you're one of our clients, um, you know that me and McCall have been in this industry and working with Power3 Financial for a long time now. And you might've even asked, are you the bra Are you the brunette? Are you the blonde? Um, I know, McCall, you get them a lot. Are, are you I, the blonde? Are you the brunette? Yeah. Are you? I'm like, is it the blonde or the brunette? <laughs> is it okay, that was Casey. Yes. I, yeah, we work together. It's fine. It's fine. And I mean, McCall, you started doing TikTok like right out of the gate, like as soon as you're comfortable with the information as far as finance and insurance goes, you started on on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, it was a now almost a year and a half ago, but it you yeah. know it was after feeling like I had a really good understanding of the products. I didn't want to be the person that made these videos and then couldn't answer the questions. <laughs> well, of course, and I wasn't going to let you either. I was I like, know, no, no, I no, know. Listen. You're like, you have to know this. I'm like, I know. Because <laughs> I, I mean, you, if you guys, you guys know me. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that I have, that I have standards. Um, and there's a reason that there's only few, so many people from my company or that people that work with me that I've allowed to be on TikTok and talk about the information. McCall being the main, one of those main people that basically got the green light from Casey the Dollar. Like, yep, go on TikTok, start talking. Um, my favorite these days is that I tell McCall, can you just ramble and do a video? Because those are your best videos. Just go ramble about all the stuff that you know. Um, people love it. People love it. She's had multiple viral videos. Her most recent one is the beer on bank in less than less than three minutes. Yeah. Right? Or less than six minutes. your own bank concept in three minutes or less. Or three minutes or less. Yes. Um, I love this video. Okay. So on today's show, my friend, we are going to talk about some asses, some people on TikTok and Instagram that have qualified themselves as official asses of the You're an Asset podcast. And we'll start off strong with peak financial group. This is a younger guy on, on TikTok and on Instagram. What's funny is he's used both McCall and I's content and stitched it, used it, duetted it to promote his own content, his own business. He was doing this long before I saw his content. 
he wasn't tagging us in his content, um, which, you know, is fine. I mean, it's the internet. They, people do it all the time. They take your video. They use it to promote their own business, their own self. Fine, whatever. But then I saw his content and his messages, and I've posted about it a few times using some of his videos and pointing out what's wrong with, with his videos. And I will just bring up one of them that he uses. It's going to be the main point of this, of this podcast today. Peak Financial Group is the guy that started this trend where people say, the moment you realize you can put $100 a month into a six-figure life insurance policy, that you can borrow against tax-free to buy an asset that can pay the loan off while the money in your policy is still gaining interest. Huh. $100 a month. What, yes, please, McCall, t- tell us what you think about, about this. I mean, if you're, I would say, under the age of 22, that applies, potentially, sort of. Potentially. But, like... You are purchasing a product and you are, the product is to insure your life. Like you are what they are insuring. So as you get older, because life expectancy, as you get older, like it gets more expensive. This is just the way it is. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're trying to get a term policy, whole life, IUL. And so to say that everyone can just get a policy for a hundred dollars a month and get the exact same benefits, you can't, unfortunately. Like I wish, I wish you could. Because I would love to be able to do that myself. Like, that would be amazing. But you, you, you can't do that. I mean, our, our general recommendation at Power3 Financial is your monthly contribution, the starting point for your monthly contribution should be 10 times your age. And the reason for that is because we're trying to get you over the cost of the fees, the cost of the product you are purchasing to maximize your cash accumulation and get you a cash value in the first year. But $100 a month isn't going to do that for everybody. Your 30-year-old isn't going to get that. Your 40-year-old is definitely not going to get that with $100. There's no way. How do you feel about the fact that he says six-figure life insurance policy? It's really misleading. Now, yeah, technically, I guess if you had a $100,000 death benefit, that would be a six-figure life insurance policy. But it's it's the wording of it. I'll tell you, like, if you're, like, if you're a 30-year-old that has to do, you know, less than the 10 times your age recommendation... Sometimes we're talking like a fifty or sixty thousand dollar death benefit. That's and exactly honestly, it say. could work. It can still work. The, the goal at the end of the day, when it comes to the death benefit, is the minimum death benefit for your contributions. It yeah. doesn't have to be a six figure death benefit for it to even be a quality product. Now, no, it's fancy them, language. It is, and most people. of them end up being six figures. I mean, that's just you know by default, a hundred thousand yeah. dollar death benefit's pretty low. But there are the ones that can be lower than that also well yeah if you want the minimum death benefit that is not a six-figure life insurance policy for everybody Mm -hmm. you're like you said a minimum death benefit might be fifty thousand. if we're trying to maximize someone's cash accumulation you're not just throwing a six-figure death benefit at at everybody it doesn't work like that it just sounds oh i have a six-figure life insurance policy and i'm gonna and you're going to put $100 towards it. Yeah. $100? $100,000 death benefit. It would be a six-figure life insurance policy, right? Mm-hmm. If it was $100 a month, I'm sorry, but that sounds more like a term policy. Some people pay $100 a month for $100,000 of term. Actually, I do. 
<laughs> I actually literally pay a hundred hundred and three dollars a month for my term policy. That's a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, be- because of my health rating, which we're not going to go into. But um, if I could fund an IUL, an index, a cash value life insurance policy with that same hundred, it, it doesn't. It, it's not logical. It doesn't make sense. There's no cash value that's going to grow. No. No, there's no cash value. It's going to grow. So sometimes he says the moment you realize you can put $200 a month into a six-figure life insurance policy, it's still it's a little better. But still, like, that would be your 20-year-old. Your well, 20-year-old could do that. But then even at $200 a month for a six-figure life insurance policy, and let's say bare minimum it's hundred grand. That wouldn't be fully funding the policy. Well, I was going to say full disclosure, like because I have a baby, like I have a baby starter IUL policy and I, I didn't even do the recommendation because I just wanted the IUL so bad. I don't recommend this, everyone. Like this is not what we recommend. But my starter policy, I'm, I'm 30 years old, 33 years old. So I do $200 a month, which is less than the recommended amount. My death benefit, my minimum death benefit was $50,000. So because I'm in my 30s, and because I'm doing less than what they actually want me to do, my death benefit is minuscule. This is a tiny baby IUL. I plan but to that's maximizing your but cash value. But that's maximizing the cash accumulation, and it's not a six-figure death benefit. No. This language makes it sound like you can use six figures somehow. Like you're going to yeah. have access to six figures of, of money. Yeah, which, which misleading. Especially if you're putting... 200 or a hundred dollars a month into a policy. Like it takes, it takes time. I, you will, I, you will too, but they all like, they like time, money and balance. That's what yep. keeps them happy. TMB all the way time, money and balance. It's, it's ridiculous. And now I've seen this exact message over and over from him over and over again. Oh my gosh. I mean, he's blocked me now because if you go on my TikTok, I literally have the video and I say, this is bullshit. Um, this is bullshit. And I say, first of all, like, how old is this person, right? Because unless, like McCall said, they're 22 or under, this cash value is not growing for years, which is exactly what consumers think about life insurance. They think that there's not going to be a cash value and that we're all full of shit. This mm-hmm. message proves that, that insurance agents can be full of shit. Uh, <laughs> unless this person is 22 and under the hundred dollars is not going to do anything and you're going to see zero dollars in your cash value for several years in a row i would say that it's probably even more than two being in the industry long enough we know how much a six-figure life insurance policy costs and across the board it's six grand a year which is five hundred dollars a month for a 20 year old for a 30 year old for a 40 year old $100,000 $100,000 death benefit runs for just about six grand a year, which is $500 a month. That's more than double what he claims, even in the $200 a month. It's so infuriating to me. It's so infuriating. Um, he has other, other content, of course, that he says, thinking about my 30-year-old client that's putting away just $500 a month into a properly structured max funded IUL and has a tax free retirement of $80,000 tax free per year. No. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yes. 
we literally just ran a $500 per month illustration on a 30-year-old this morning. McCall, what was the annual income? It was about 50000 It was like 47000 Yeah. I mean, and 50000 um, starting off and increasing depending on interest earned per year. And yeah. because the account value keeps growing as the policy ages, right? So you're earning more interest each year. If you start off at 50,000, it could be 52 and then 55 and then 57, getting up to somewhere. It was landing somewhere in like the 85,000 range in your eighties. And granted, and here, here's the thing when it come, comes to these numbers, like, you know, that you had, it has interest earned, but like illustration rates are a big deal. And if he's showing really pretty illustration rates that aren't exactly realistic, then yeah, it probably is showing $80,000, but like, sure. That's probably higher than the average rate of return of seven to nine percent. Yeah. Like, Where, who, what insurance carrier is allowing him to show six grand a year turning into eighty thousand dollars per year? That would be or, like a twelve percent, fifteen percent return. Or does he have him paying forever in that every year? Like, or that? Yeah. Like, because because we like we like telling people you don't have to keep paying at sixty five because we structure these things right. But yeah. like if he's got them paying every single year for the the rest of their life until they're 90 years old, then yeah, maybe they could get the 80,000. Or he's being even sneakier and he's starting, you know how sometimes our clients, when we have young people like a 30-year-old, we every five years we tell them, hey, you can up your premium $50 a month. Let's give you some wiggle room because mm-hmm. your income's going to change, right? You're hopefully going to make more money. We don't want to go too big. Right. Maybe from five hundred to seven hundred dollars a month will show people. But there's no way to know that he's not going, okay, year one, five hundred dollars, year two, a thousand dollars a month. And that's spitting out eighty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And that's the only way that he's getting this, these numbers. And this is not to say, you guys, that an IUL can't produce eighty thousand dollars a year from a six thousand dollar contribution over thirty-five years. It is possible. Mm-hmm. It is possible. But We have to be realistic about the economy right now. And posting this kind of content in our economy right now is just flat out bullshit. It's lies. Yeah. So like to respect the people, like you don't want to, you don't want to overpromise everything. It just, it's just a really crappy sales pitch at the end of the day of like, I can get you $80,000 in retirement for only $500 a month, where at the end of the day, like. I have this general rule. I don't want angry phone calls from people in five years when what I showed them isn't what's no. happening. Like, I, refu- no. I refuse. And you so, refuse. I mean, I've seen already cash value surpass what I've showed people, but it doesn't mean that I'm showing people, okay, well, now this one's better. I'm going to start showing people even bigger numbers. You just can't, you can't do that. We've been running numbers under 6% for the past year. Yeah. Or so. And we- right now we're running numbers even lower at point. One five point four percent because the economy is down. Where are we getting eight percent, nine percent returns right now? Nowhere. Nowhere is offering that. Yeah, it's it's creating big expectations to make a sale and and trying and as opposed to being like, hey, this is the reality. Here's your worst case scenario. If you're still happy, what should do better? Yeah, I wish I knew this guy's name, um, but we'll we can leave Peak Financial Group alone for the rest of. Well, we're still going to talk about him a little bit, but I don't know his name. But if you see Peak Financial Group, that that is this yeah. this guy. Um, he likes our videos, but he's got us all blocked. So yeah, and you'll you'll see both of our pictures on his page, but we're both blocked because um, he didn't like that I called him out. Of course, I mean no one likes. Oh, never mind. Um, 
His name is Austin Becker. I haven't mentioned this yet, but there's a voice behind the camera that, that's not being heard. For our producer, Mr. Ryan Stockbridge, who you could also find on Power Through Financials page, he is behind the scenes making all of this magic happen. Um, so I'm just going to do a quick shout out to Ryan because he just found this guy's name <laughs> for us because he's amazing. Um, Ryan Stockbridge, he's the best. So his name, Peak Financial Group, the guy behind all of this is Austin Becker. Is that what you said? That's right. Perfect. Okay. All right. So yeah, Austin Becker, beware. Uh, Peak Financial Group, stay away. Red flags, you guys, red flags. Sure. What's What's really bothering me though, McCall, is that Peak Financial Group, so some of his videos are up, they got a million views yeah. uh, on one of these videos. And a lot of them get 300, 500,000 views. Mm -hmm. oh, I've gone through the comment section and a lot of the comments are like, this is bullshit, like fuck this guy, insurance is a scam. Which when, when people are in the comments saying insurance is a scam on his videos, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I agree. His insurance, like, is a, you know? his insurance is a scam, like 100%. I, I have... No hard feelings to the commenters who are like, this guy is bullshit because I agree with you. I 100% agree um, because it is. It's misleading content. I hate it. So now, four weeks ago, somebody named Kurt Jordan, which, Kurt, I don't know if you're going to listen to the podcast, but I appreciate you, my friend. Um, he sent me a video and he was like, what do you think about this content? Right. And I'm like, oh, God, because uh, people know people know that I I don't. I don't fuck around. Like, if people are posting misleading stuff, they're sending it to me all the time to be like, Casey, what do you think about this? I pull it up, and it's from a guy named Juan Esteban. Juan, if you hear this, oh, this is this is not your day, my friend. <laughs> this is not your day. You 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 messed up real hard uh, here. And I don't know. I don't think I, I haven't told McCall about this yet. So so my buddy Kurt sends me this video of Juan Esteban, and what is it? Oh, it's Mr. Juan drinking a soda. And what does it say? The moment you realize you can put $100 a month into a six-figure life insurance policy and blah, 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 all the same bullshit as, as Mr. Peak Financial. And so I immediately tell Kurt, no, this content sucks. This content's misleading. It's, it's bullshit. Um, and then I go onto the video and I comment, this content is misleading AF. Like thumbs down. Like this this sucks. Like you're you're misleading people. Your content is, is bullshit, man. Right. And I, I do all caps like at this point. Like I don't care. Um and I even said, like, as someone who sells this, like this is an awful way to promote insurance. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, Juan sees my comment and decides to message me uh, on oh, Instagram. No. Mm -hmm. And he says Hey, I saw your comment on my post. I assure you that I don't fuck anyone over. It's just a marketing technique. I make it very clear on the call that you cannot borrow off the death benefit. And I always show them the numbers with the year that they are able to borrow. Just felt like I needed to address it. Great content, by the way. Juan. No. No, this is... <clears throat> okay, so this is why sometimes I use the hashtag honest agent. Because, like, I have, I have videos of, like, full fee breakdowns where because they always complain how like no agents will talk about the fees no I'll, I'll tell you i will give you the good the bad and the ugly so that you can make an informed decision because you should understand what's happening with the product and treating people like marketing techniques to make a sale 
Like, no, you don't treat people that way, especially when it comes to finances, especially in our economy. Like, I mean, it's it's all scary for people right now. And so you use a marketing technique so that you can make a sale off of people who are trying to find hope. No, no, you don't do that. You don't get to do that one. It, it's really it's really sucks, especially when it's a person of color or a minority that is in this industry trying to help people. The thing is that I'm sure his intentions are good and his message is like, I am honest with people once I get them on the phone, which, okay, but you ruined it. Like you ruined it. Not everybody wants to talk to the white girl, you know? Like not everybody wants to talk to the white girls that are selling insurance. Like we do have a, a an up because we're female, right? People People trust females a bit more than they trust like peak financial group, Austin Becker guy. But people who are also in a minority, they want to look at someone just like them and be educated by them and promote their business and support their business. And so when you go and you use a marketing technique to get more views, to get more people to get on your calendar, you just lost everyone's trust. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. It's really sad. Yeah. If you start with a hook that's not entirely, that's misleading, then how do you know that everything else you're presenting after that is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how are they you, supposed to trust you? How are they supposed to trust you when the when what got them wasn't facts or wasn't you know a hundred percent clear or a hundred percent accurate or you know if I saw someone like if I'm like I can only afford a hundred dollars a month like that's all I can afford and yeah. I call this person and I'm like hey I, this is all I can do and they're like well actually what you should be doing is four hundred dollars a month like no you can't do that you start you start honest you have to stay honest. It has to be who you are. And you can't just flip a switch when it's convenient for you to be the honest person. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you brand yourself on, on lies? I mean, how do you create a, a trustworthy brand or company if you're faking people out to get them to call you? Yeah. I I, I don't understand. You, you can't. It's disrespectful. AF in breath. Yeah. I, I can't. Okay, we might have an issue here. My my, I didn't plug in my computer. <laughs> oh, it's right here. Oh, that's, that was going to be bad. We're back. All good. Christ, all hurt. plugged in. We're all plugged in. Good. Holy moly! So where was I? Juan Esteban. Oh, I was going to tell you where else you can find him, so you can be aware of where else Mr. Juan is. He is on Instagram as just Juan Esteban, but he's also Recession Resources. Is is a is a Instagram account that Mr. Juan uses. I honestly wasn't super sure if Juan is running this account or who's running the account exactly. Um, but that's where the video came from. And they have 161,000 followers. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's disappointing, honestly. It's hard when you're using like dishonest, you know, marketing techniques and you get all these followers and all these people and it's just not it's just not based on honesty. And you can also find one at Hardline Financial at TikTok on TikTok. Um so Hardline Financial on TikTok, recessions resource recession resources, um, and one Esteban to go along with your Austin Becker and Peak Financial group of places to avoid um and asses that have been officially named asses on the year and asset podcast um which it didn't even like fully register until just now when i said it out loud again did you hear that call recession 
resources. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I definitely picked up on it. The the idea like this is, you know, we're in a re- we're in a recession, you know, and here here's your hope using a dishonest marketing technique to get people to call you so that you can get them into a policy that might or may not work for them because you started mm-hmm. off dishonestly. Yeah, no, definitely picked up on that. Lovely, lovely, love it. So now there were these two big ones, which were like, okay, holy crap, these ones were reaching a lot of people. And then what honestly bummed me out, I'm on TikTok like everyone else, you know, and I'm scrolling mm-hmm. through and I have like TikTok friends of other people who who sell insurance, who use my content and, you know, comment on my stuff and they'll put, you know, like fire emojis or whatever. Or they were just like being supportive and. Um, so I follow them back and I'll like their stuff when I see it. And the, this guy, I hate to call this guy out, um, but I have to use him as an example because what Peak Financial Group did was create a wave of brand new insurance agents and insurance agents trying to create a name for themselves to use this exact same punchline on their content so that they can try to build their following. So... Sure. At what the finances, um, if you're listening, I you know that I'm calling you out because I even called you out in the comment section and said this content is misleading with thumbs down emojis like I've been doing. He has only 250 followers, right? Mm-hmm. But his most recent video, the last time I looked, had almost 3,000 views. And guess what it says? The moment when you realize that you can pay $100 into a six-figure. So now now the language is even morphing into you can take $100 a month and put it into a six-figure life insurance policy and then borrow against it tax-free to buy assets that can pay you a passive income. It's so bad. It's so bad. $100 a month, like the math there is $1,200 a year. The thing is, what's so frustrating and why why it works but doesn't work is that elements of everything they're saying is kind of true. But putting it all Mm -hmm. together and not taking into account the person, the individual person, it doesn't work anymore. And so it's like elements of what they're saying aren't inaccurate, but insurance has to be tailored to a person every person is different between your age your health your gender and like what you're putting into it all of these factors play into everything in insurance whether it's whole life iul term it doesn't matter all those factors play into all of it so saying that this one thing works for everybody across the board it's not going to work and so it's you know we're back to the recession guy like you cannot give people false hope based off of bits and pieces of truth but it's not the whole picture like a hundred dollars a month for a kid sure like i was gonna say that would work beautifully yeah but if you're if you're talking like a 50 year old there's no way no not even a 20 year old not even in 10 years are you gonna have enough money to go and buy an asset that right out of the gate is gonna pay you a passive income it's so misleading and i'll give i'll this guy, the benefit of the doubt in not fully understanding how to properly structure an IUL or how to, because the language sounds good, right? The language has, like I said, bits of truth in it, but the full picture in its entirety is inaccurate. And if, you know, if they're just now learning or just now trying to learn all this stuff, then like potentially maybe like 
you should know that $100 a month for every single person doesn't work. The only way that I could see that statement being true is if we're talking about an infant. <laughs> a, a zero to five-year-old putting $100 a month. Then when they're 20, yeah, you could go and buy an asset that could turn into a passive income stream for that child because they're now an adult because it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years. Kids' cost of insurance is ridiculously cheap because they're tiny, tiny humans. Um, and it's based off of yeah. life expectancy. So, like, yeah, that's really the only way. It's the it only works. way that it's true. Okay. On a different note, because let's, we're going to wrap this, this episode up here. McCall, you already told us a little bit about your personal IUL that you have, which yeah. um, you got your IUL started because you wanted to get it started no matter what um, you were your financial situation was at the time. You plan to have multiple IULs in the future as your income grows. You know what? I want you to tell people about the guaranteed insurability rider that you have yeah. on your policy, which actually makes your policy have a lot more potential than than you started out with. Yeah. So like like Casey said, my financial, like I called Casey because I needed help financially. I needed now, future, like all of it. I had I had nothing to my name. I literally had nothing to my name when I called Casey. And so, um, so it, it took a while for me to get to a place where I was like, yeah, I can comfortably contribute this every month. And like I said, it's $200 a month, which is below the recommended 10 times your age, obviously. But I was able to put something on my policy called the guaranteed insurability rider. Now, this is the really one of the only writers I use most of the time. And I always use it on kids' policies. And the reason for this is, one, it locks in your health rating, which is a really big deal in insurance. I mean, Casey mentioned what her term was because of her health rating. Like, and thankfully I was able to get a good with her. We'll have a conversation about health ratings and all that stuff yeah. later. But, but yeah, so, but because when I was able to lock in my health rating, which is great so that when I'm older, it allows me to purchase more death benefit. More death benefit means more room to put more money into it, which means I can increase my payment once I'm able to implement that. Now there's restrictions on all of this. There's, you know, specific ages where you're allowed to implement this. You can't do this if you're over 40. There's, there are, you know, limitations to it, but I was able to do it. So my next birthday, I'll be 34. That's one of the specific ages that you can increase your death benefit or buy more death benefit, which means I will be able to increase my payments, which means I can put more money into my IUL than what I started with just to get it started. And if and you so, didn't want to increase your death benefit, you don't have to. Right. And that's what yeah. and I have it on my kids' policies, both of them. Because And the thing, the reason I put it on kids' policies is because, like, let's be honest, we don't know if your kid's going to be a beach bum or the next president. Like, we just don't know. And so <laughs> you kind of want to, like, have the option or, like, ha let your kids have the option when they're older to put more money into the policy that you started for them, right? Like, if they want to grow it or make it bigger, they're going to get that option. It allows you to make your policy bigger bigger, um, and basically increase the overall size of your policy and add more death benefit and guarantee yeah. your insurability that even if McCall were to come down with, let's say, severe anxiety or depression or um, diabetes, you can still add more death benefit coverage and guarantee your insurability um, that the insurance company can't turn you away from adding more coverage to your policy. Right. Which is, which is amazing. Um, but then, so that's your policy. And you mentioned that you have both of your kids' policies. Uh -huh. um, they have, what, $50,000 death benefits. Yep. And how much are you contributing per month? Right now, I'm doing like $50 a month for both of them. 
And I plan to increase it to the $100 a month, but they're children. (laughs) They're children. They're $100 a month for them is a big deal. Yes. How old are the kids? They're six and three. Six and three. So I'm talking $100 a month for a six-year-old and a three-year-old. Which will actually do a lot for a six and a three-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But for anybody curious about getting their kids started, there's your proof right there. I mean, anybody two weeks and older can have an IUL. 50 bucks a month is a completely reasonable place to start. It's a great place to start. Um, Not even just reasonable. And you can up it over time when you're in a a better place financially. Because I know a lot of parents, you have three, four children. That's a lot of it's a lot of premium to be paying per month. But even, um, which we'll have to talk about on another episode, but the idea that for Christmases, if, you know, grandma and grandpa give the kids money, McCall can go and put that money into her kids' IULs and add more money to their cash value and to their policies. And she doesn't have to pay that money every month. You can go and add it later, which is yeah. a really cool thing about IULs in general. It's that flexible premium structure, man. It's Yeah, man. I know. We're going to have to do a whole other uh, IUL one-on-one with McCall because um, McCall will definitely be coming back. Um, I, I believe that there will be some sort of poll um, if you're watching this where you can vote if you think McCall is an asset or not, um, which McCall – if you ask me, you're an asset, 100%, to, to Power3 Financial, to the industry, to TikTok, to your clients, um, to everyone you meet. And and I'm so lucky to know you and to get to work with you on such a close level. And thank you so much for being here. Um, Thanks for and doing, me. of course, and dealing with all my craziness, doing a virtual podcast is um, a bit, a bit difficult, a bit tricky, but we're, we're doing it. We're making it happen. You know what? I'm going to ask you a question. If you could okay. tell anybody um, something about the IUL or insurance or finance in general, like what's something just you wish everyone would know? And then tell us where we can find you on social media and how people can reach out to you if they want to talk to you. If there's only one thing that I could tell people is like, I mean, clearly you heard us talk about how there are some people that you need to be careful with that you can't trust. We, I mean, we just called out a bunch of people because of that. We are, we are not ignorant of the of what we're up against in the insurance industry. Like we're we're not, which is part of the reason we created this or Casey created this podcast and TikTok. And it's because we want to be a source of information. I know this doesn't really have anything to do with the IUL specifically, but please understand that we know what it's like out there. And that's part of why we want to give this information is because we know that it's not readily available and there is a lot of misinformation. And you hear us saying all the time, if the IUL is not properly structured and it goes, the same goes for whole life too. If they are not properly structured, they will not work for you. So it's super important to work with people that understand these products that care about you as a person. I know that's not specific about the IUL, but that's kind of the, the biggest thing that I would say is like, make sure you're working with someone that one note cares about you and you feel that. And like, you're going to be able to kind of trust yourself when you're talking to people. Like if you're getting a weird red flag thing, then just don't do it. You don't have to. Don't um, have and to. if, you know, and I say that, you know, when people talk on the phone with me where they're like, how do I trust you? I'm like, well, listen to yourself. Do you feel like you can trust me? I could sit it's all day. True. And she you really does say this to people. I could say it all day, but it's so. But do you believe that? And that's really what yeah. it's going to come down to at the end of the day. And then, as far as where to find me, like I said, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at living lively. Instagram's got two underscores, one on the front, one on the back. But at the end of the day, living lively. You, if that's too complicated, you can just go find 
the Power 3 Financial and just kind of find one of my videos because I'm on there too and just go follow it from there. Um, yes, yes. That's amazing. And people can reach out to you, um, I mean, through absolutely. through email. They can reach out to Power 3 Financial um, and you could ask for McCall. I'm sure McCall would love that if you ask specifically. I want to work with McCall. Um, I mean, there's no shame in asking, at least trying, right? I mean, people try to get in contact with specifically me all the time. So if you want to work with McCall specifically, you shoot your shot, my friends. Shoot your shot, my friends. Um, okay, okay. This has been the You're an Asset podcast where we find out who's an asset in the financial industry and who is just as Today, we had the lovely McCall Marshall on. Thank you so much for being here, McCall. Thank you, everyone who's listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. The You're an Asset podcast is not giving financial advice. We are not licensed financial advisors, and our licensing is strictly in insurance products. The information that we talk about is specific to the products that we work with. We cannot guarantee that other agents will have the same product features that we discuss on the show.